My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I teach you to harness the sounds of the American accent. I teach you what words Americans would typically use and how you can apply them to your own life. My name is Pat. I'm an accent coach. And as many of you know, who are listening to this as soon as it comes out, I I'm taking this month of August off. I've been on, I wouldn't quite call it a vacation, but I have been moving to a new location. Still in Mexico, but in a rather remote rural area out in the desert where the donkeys roam. I'm not kidding. Right now I'm looking at a donkey. I'm looking at two donkeys just outside of my house. Two donkeys. Folks go by on horses all the time out here. And ranch dogs roam the perimeter of my house, protecting us from these donkeys and horses. That's right. Ranch dogs. There are three or four of them. And they're actually quite friendly if you're a human. But they are not friendly if you are some sort of large land mammal, such as a horse, a cow, or a donkey. They don't like them. And every once in a while, the donkeys will make their way through a little pass in the fence while they're grazing. That's what we call it when animals walk around eating food, grazing. And, you know, they walk around chewing on grass and rolling around in the dirt. And the ranch dogs chase them off. The ranch dogs go running out there into the field full steam ahead, to protect us from these donkeys. So that's the living situation at the moment, and I like it out here. I like it out here. However, I do have a bit of an issue with the internet connection. I've had to purchase a satellite internet connection, and I've even got an ethernet cable, you know, the cable to hook my computer or my devices directly to the modem. I'm using that. But it's been a little bit choppy lately. And so I have been working hard to adapt to make sure that all of my students will receive the high quality classes that they've come to expect and most certainly deserve. Now, folks, I have a topic today which is not necessarily accent related. However, we will go a little over the pronunciation. It's more around our vocabulary with food particularly meat. You see, if we're having steaks for dinner, we don't say we're eating cow, do we? Or if we're having bacon, we don't say that we're eating pig. Of course, we really are eating pig, but we don't say it. So I would like to bring to your attention the words that we use in these situations to make sure that you are confident with every meal of the day. So let's jump right into it, folks. Let's talk about meat. 
Not animals, but the meat that we get from the flesh of the animals to fill our bellies. Let's start with the word that I've already mentioned. Cows. Cows. What do we call the meat from cows? Well, the meat from cows we call beef. Beef. B-E-E-F. Beef. Now, beef is a general term for all cow meat. Beef could mean ground beef. It could mean steaks, or it could even mean cow tongue or cow face, a very common breakfast dish that you'll find down here in Mexico, beef. Now, notice the way that I stretch out the E in the middle of that word, right? Beef. It's not just a beth, nor is it a bif, bif. But it stretches right out. There's lots of tension between the back of my tongue and my teeth to make that E kind of sound. Beef. So cow meat is beef. The other one that I mentioned, pigs. What do we call pig meat? Well, pig meat, we call pork. Pork. P-O-R-K. Now, I understand many people listening probably don't eat pigs. There are cultures around the world where that is a food that you would not eat. People have told me that's a dirty animal. You wouldn't want to eat a pig. Why would you eat a pig? It's disgusting. Well, I'll eat pig for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's cheap. It's cheap compared to other meat. When you're in the grocery store, you will find that pig meat, even good quality pig meat or pork, is typically cheaper than beef. Now, you could have pork ribs, pork loins, pork chops. You can have bacon or female bacon, which is very popular in Canada. And you know what? At the end of it all, you can feed pig ears to your dogs. You can give your dogs pork ears for a snack. Very healthy. So pig meat is called pork. And one thing I'd like to point out is notice how I stretch out the I in the word pig. Pig. It's not like the E in beef, but it's an I. Pig. What we call a short I sound. Pig beef. Now the next type of food I'd like to bring to your attention is chicken. Chicken meat. Now, quite often, you can just call it chicken. It doesn't sound so awkward to say we're having chicken for dinner. If you say we're having cow for dinner or we're having pig for dinner, it sounds a little bit awkward. It sounds like you're eating a live animal. But with chicken, you can get by saying chicken. However, chicken meat does have a specific name of its own, and it is poultry. Say that with me. Poultry. Now, poultry is referring to domestic birds. Chicken, turkey, duck. Birds that can be raised on a farm and then later turned into dinner. You know, to eat. In an American restaurant, if you're looking at the menu, there may be a section that says poultry. And that's where you'll find your chicken. You won't usually find duck in an American restaurant, but you may find, like, you know, turkey leg, something like that. 
poultry, bird meat, chickens, turkeys, ducks, quail, poultry. So let's review once more. Cow meat is called beef. Pig meat is called pork. Chicken and bird meat is called poultry. Poultry. And that is spelt P-O-U-L-T-R-Y. Poultry. The next type of meat that I would like to bring to your attention is deer meat. Deer meat. Yes, deer meat. You don't see deer meat on the menu very often, but I actually just tried it for the first time over the weekend, deer meat, and I really enjoyed it. I had some venison tacos, some tacos of venison. That's right, we call deer meat venison. It's similar to the Spanish word, venado, venado, venison. Venison. I'm assuming there's some Latin root that's connecting the two. But venison is what we call the meat of the deer. And as a reminder, a deer is an animal that runs around in fields and bushes eating grass. You can find them in large numbers all over the world, particularly around the United States and in Canada. And apparently in Mexico, too. Now, hunting deer may not be such a pretty thing. Deer are not typically domesticated, as far as I understand. However, they say it's actually ethical to hunt deer. That's right, ethical hunting. Simply because if they aren't hunted, they will overpopulate, and then deer may start starving because they may eat all of the vegetation, all the berries and food in their area. And then... The weaker ones starve to death. However, if you get a couple of folks out there with rifles and they do a little hunting to have a little venison for dinner, then they save any deer from needing to starve. Now, I know, okay, there's a debate around hunting and guns and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not getting into it. This isn't a show about controversy and debate. However, I just wanted you to know, if you ever see venison on the menu, don't feel guilty about it. It may have helped another deer. The fact that you can eat this deer means that another deer is living happily out in the forest and has lots of food for herself. Deer meat. Venison. Now, the final meat that I'd like to bring to your attention is from the animal of the lamb. L-A-M-B. Notice I'm not pronouncing the B at the end of the word lamb. I'm just making the M sound. Lamb. So the meat from a lamb is called mutton. Mutton. M-U-T-T-O-N. Mutton. Now, those of you who have practiced your glottal T sounds in the past, or who have taken the time to complete my video course and have mastered the glottal T, those of you who have done these things will have no trouble pronouncing the word mutton or recognizing the glottal T therein. Mutton. Let's do a quick little exercise to get good at saying this. Repeat after me. Uh-oh.
Mm. Mutton. Mutton. The meat of the lamb. Mutton. Personally, I really enjoy mutton. I've tried it down here in Mexico. It's not very popular up in Canada, but I have tried it down here in Mexico a few times. And I'll tell you, mutton is one of my favorite meats out there. I even like it a little bit more than I like chicken. Mutton. Now that is our fifth and final meat that we will discuss today. I truly hope that I've prepared you for dinner, no matter where you are in the world. Unless you're a vegetarian or a vegan, then I get it. You're highly unlikely to be having any of this. But those of us that are meat eaters, such as myself, can really use this vocab. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have some beef tonight. So let's quickly run through these words once more, and then we're going to wrap it up for today because I've got work to do. Repeat after me. Cow meat is called beef. Beef. Pig meat is called pork. Pork. Yes, you can have bacon, and you can have all these different ways of preparing it, different parts of the pig, but it, in general, you can just call it pork. Chicken. Chicken can be called chicken. And notice the short I in that word there, chi, chicken. Not a chican, chican. I do have many students who will tell me chican. And I can't blame you. That's how it's spelled, is it not? Chicken. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying chicken. Chicken. Strong, weak. Up, down. Chicken. And the proper word for chicken meat is not called chicken meat. However, the proper word for chicken meat is not called chicken meat. It's called poultry. Poultry. You're likely to see that on a restaurant menu. Poultry. And poultry can be general. It can include more birds than just chicken alone. It can include pheasant. It can include duck. Or it could include turkey. Poultry is a domesticated farm bird. So after chicken and poultry, we have deer. And the meat of the deer is venison. Venison. Similar to the Spanish word venado. For those of you listening who speak Spanish. Venison. Venison. And then finally, lamb meat. Lamb meat is called mutton. Mutton. Once again, notice I'm not saying mutton, mutton, nor am I saying mutton, mutton, but rather mutton. We're using the glottal T in the middle, folks. The glottal T. Uh-oh, uh-mm, mutton, mutton. It's all about stopping that T and controlling your syllable stress.
mutton. So there you have it, my friends. You're ready for dinner. You're ready for dinner. And here's what I'd like you to do now. I would like you to take the vocabulary that you've learned today and apply it at the dinner table or lunch or breakfast. Whatever meal of the day it is, whatever you're eating, I assure you that if you apply these words, the first chance that you get, you will not easily forget them. However, you will easily remember them if you use them. So put this vocabulary to work and enjoy your meal. So I've got to get going. I've got to wrap everything up for today, folks. I've got work to do. But I would just like to remind everybody to hit subscribe, follow this podcast, give it a rating, and you will be notified as soon as I have more episodes out in the days to come. And I've got some big news for you folks. I've got some very big news that I'd like to share with you in our next episode. So for today, apply what you've learned. I'm going to keep on preparing my big news for you so that by the time I announce it, I can also have it ready for you to jump right into However, for now, if you're looking for materials to take your spoken English up a notch, do not hesitate to open the video course link in the description. This will bring you to Udemy, where you can purchase my video course on the T-Stress. For a very reasonable price, you can have access to world-class accent training material on demand. Take control of your spoken English, folks. Let's get to work developing the accent that your speech deserves. Well, I got to get going for today. Have a wonderful day. Keep an eye out for new episodes to be released in the days to come. And I look forward to teaching you many more things as we move forward. Have a good one, folks. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.